Our scripture this morning, as uh, Carly mentioned, comes from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. It says this, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, then do it diligent, diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. God, we do thank you for this hour of worship. We thank you for your word and for this time that we have to spend together worshiping you. God, will you speak to us this morning through your word? May it be your Holy Spirit that fills me as I preach this morning, and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing to you, O oh God. Amen. Well, today we continue our sermon series on 2020, a COVID odyssey. And as you can see in the picture here, I have the wonderful privilege. No, sorry, I was talking about the sermon slide, but we might as well go into that. Uh, I get to preach on, uh, on the movie Frozen 2. Um, how many, let me see the hands. I was sitting in the corner. How many of you have seen Frozen 2? Oh, okay, she, she was right. That was a good many of us who have seen Frozen 2. I absolutely love Frozen 2. Um, now, Frozen 1, I, was, uh, I didn't get what the hype was all about. I didn't get it. Um, I wasn't on the bandwagon yet. And so, you know, it was cool. It was like a self-discovery movie. And it was great. And Elsa, you know, like, let it go, let it go, you know. But, like, I'm cool with that, right? But Frozen 2, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I loved the songs. I thought it was hilarious. And uh, as you can see in this next picture, uh, I loved it so much that for Trunk or Treat last year, uh, I dressed up uh, with uh, Carly and Cass, and uh, we have a Olaf blow up there. And then if you can see in the, in the, right there by me and Cass in between us is our dog Moose, uh, who was dressed up as the reindeer Sven. Uh, our family and Carly, uh, we all love Frozen 2. We think it's an amazing movie. I love it so much. And, and I think that this love for Frozen 2 is also genetic because my little two-year-old niece, Joe, short for Josephine, she, uh, I got the capture, or I got my sister to send a video of her jamming out to this song, Into the Unknown. Look at how serious she is.
you know, she has got a career coming in singing. Um, and, you know, as cute as that is, you know, I sound so much worse when I try to belt out that song. I love it and I belt it out all the time and it's horrible, but I love it because it comes into my heart and I feel it coming out of it. It's just that song, Into the Unknown. And that's what we're going to be talking about this morning. But for those of you who don't know Frozen 2, uh, Carly gave us a good synopsis of sort of like the second half of the movie, which is amazing. But I want to hone in a little bit on why... Elsa and her friends um, decided to go out in the first place, decided to go save their kingdom. Um, You see, Elsa starts off as the queen of a kingdom called Arendelle. Um, And uh, this kingdom is, uh, she's the queen, it's sort of the whole plot of Frozen 1 is her becoming the queen and experiencing and living into her powers and who she is. Yet, at the beginning of Frozen 1, or at the beginning of Frozen 2, she hears this voice. That's right. Oh, right. Uh, she hears this voice uh, that calls out to her, calling her into the unknown. And that's what that whole song is about. And at the end of that song, somehow, some way, she sort of disturbs or awakens these spirits, these elemental spirits that causes uh, these disasters, to, these natural disasters to start happening in her kingdom of Arendelle. The ground is moving, earthquakes and, and things are happening. And, and she, she, she realizes, I need to go and I need to follow that voice uh, into the unknown, to follow that voice and to, to figure out um, how to save my people. And it is through following that voice into the unknown, she literally goes into this mysterious um, sort of uh, enchanted forest where it's so misty you can't really see anything. And she goes in there with her friends to save her kingdom. And I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, You should go see it. It's great. It's amazing. Um, But she finds out, you know, some more things about her and her family. And she lives in more into fully who she is. And so do her friends and all of them together save not only their kingdom of Arendelle, but they save the enchanted forest people, um, people of North Uldra is what it's called. Together with her friends, they bring balance to the world. And by listening and responding to that call into the unknown, into the unknown. I felt this past week, um, like the past couple weeks, like I've sort of been going into the unknown. Um, If you may recall, last week I was not here in person on Sunday morning because Cass and I were going out to, uh, to a couple of different places to get tested for COVID because of the evacuation center at Mance Park. There was, there was an evacuee who tested positive for COVID and, and, and I was there working with them. And so I, at a precaution, did not come to church and I was you know, getting my brain swabbed and, and all of these things. And I felt like twice um, and all in a couple hours and, and it was crazy. And I was quarantined, self-quarantined at home, just waiting for the test results. I was in the thick of the unknown. And just so you know, double negative tests, all right? So that's why I'm here this morning, because both of those tests were negative, just to calm your fears a little bit. Um, And so we've been in the midst of a hurricane, in the midst of a global pandemic, in the midst of uh, a a world that, that is sort of angry and confused. And I was in the thick of the unknown last week. Do you feel like when you step out of your door that you are stepping into the unknown? Do you feel like every day is sort of this new journey into a world that doesn't quite feel familiar, a world that feels a little strange? 2020 has been a doozy of a year, am I right? 
It's been, amen, it's been, it has been a tough year. Life as we know it has been sort of unraveled and, 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 and a bit of a chaos. Um, this COVID thing has, uh, we've seen a lot of people hurting, um, but we've, we've also, you know, seen some of this, uh, I feel like it's turned up the heat on our culture. It's turned up the heat on our society. And these, these, uh, these differences that we have as people, differences in thought and opinion and differences in, in other ways as well, those have been highlighted, brought to the forefront, and have been used to divide us and to cause chaos in our world. And this is the world that we live in. This is this COVID world. It's more than just a virus, but it's how, the, how this pandemic has sort of turned up the heat on our culture. It's left our, our world angry. It's left our world confused, not knowing what is true, what, is, what, what to hold on to. All of our handholds have seemed to sort of disappear. As we've, you know, those things that we, would use, that we used to do as normal life, right, to, 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 to hold on to normality, to, to go to a restaurant uh, and not have to worry about social distancing and masks and, you know, all of these different things, those have sort of been stripped away in some ways. So we've, we're left in this confusing world without some of these handholds to hold on to. This is 2020. We are disoriented and we are disheartened. It's hard not to be, is it not? We're disoriented and disheartened by this angry and hurting world. And yet there is something as Christians, something as God's people, we hear this voice calling out to us. It is calling us uh, into the unknown because we see the hurt and we see the pain of our world. And we, 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 we read the scriptures and we know Jesus. We have a relationship with Jesus, a God, our God who went into and entered into people's pain, that touched the, the, the skin of the leper and healed him. And, and we know that we as Christians must follow that, imitate that, and yet we don't know how. And we don't know what to do. And every day that we step out into the world, we are stepping into the unknown. We know that we should be making some kind of difference, but we don't know what that looks like. We know the call calls us to respond to the pain of the world around us because we know that our world needs the love and compassion of our God. And while it seems especially intense right now, um, this 2020 COVID odyssey that we're in, I want, to, um, I want to assure you that God's people have uh, been doing this work in tough times for millennia. You know, this, this tough, uh, heat-turned-up world is not a stranger to God's people. God's people are not strangers to this kind of reality, 